to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Left Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 285 of the Left Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. And, oh man, we got another new winner. That is 14 through 20 for those keeping uh, count on the uh, tote board, which means we need three more through six races. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, like I said, hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, things started out Thursday for me with the best nine-hole round of golf of my life. I shot a 41. And it's funny, going into the night, I had sent out a tweet just to have some fun, did a poll, uh, asked people to uh, guess if I was going to shoot over or under. I think I put it at 45 and a half, and uh, uh, it over was the uh, the overwhelming majority there, uh, and and I kicked that that ass. I kicked ass. I shot a freaking 41. And here's, the, here's the ball buster, though. I had a chance to break 40. Uh, I, on the ninth hole, par five, was putting for birdie uh, and, and two putted. And that just sucked. But uh, I let it get into my head. Uh, Friday, we had a grab party to go to. Uh, Saturday, played another round of golf. Uh, and this time, the, the overs would have uh, whooped my ass. Because uh, that it's just amazing how you can have such an incredible round. And then two days later, just act like it's your first time out ever uh sunday laid pretty low hung out with alden uh who is officially five months old now which is crazy uh man it's just been incredible to watch him grow and and you know learn and develop and build his own little character it is just absolutely incredible so thanks for humoring all the posts about him as well um all right let's let's dive right in got a busy night tonight for you guys uh first thing i want to do i've been teasing it on twitter i have two pairs of tickets to give away to uh, the mis firekeepers 400 here in a couple weeks um and if you are listening to this, you've probably already seen the tweet, uh, but the tweet is out there. Uh, you know, no retweet requirements, no follower giveaways. We're just giving these away. Uh, two pairs of tickets. What you have to do is just tell me your favorite MIS moment, why MIS is important to you. Uh, you know, maybe you got engaged at MIS or your first race, you, the, whoever won that became your driver for 20 years, whatever the case may be. Uh, I will go through and, and pick two of uh, my favorites, and we'll uh, pick two winners. Uh, you got to be able to get there, no accommodations, anything like that, uh, but they are uh, a pair of tickets for Sunday. Uh, those are being given uh, and donated to the show by Firekeepers Casino, who you'll hear a little later tonight, um, and they'll be digital tickets. I'll get you in contact with them, and they will email them to you. So uh, very cool, very exciting there. Awesome to be able to give those away. Uh, and make sure you let me know. I will even bring you uh, a little lap traffic prize pack. I'll bring some T-shirts, all that kind of good stuff if uh, you want to connect and uh, say hi at some point on race weekend. So um there's that very excited for that uh tonight guess we've got the new mis track president joe fowler uh we've got from firekeepers casino jim wise coming back on the show and 
Michigan native Carson Hosevar is going to be on the show as well. So a nice Michigan theme here leading up to MIS race weekend here in just a couple weeks, which is absolutely awesome. Uh, we got social media shout outs. We've got Newdorf back on lucky dog lap down picks. And of course some lap traffic fantasy to close things out. So uh, let's get things rolling. Let's get Carson Hosevar. Back on the line. On the show, he is the driver, the number 42 with Nice Motorsports. He's got five top fives, eight top tens through 15 races so far in the truck series. And he's also a Michigan native. Welcome back to the Lab Traffic Podcast, Carson, host of our Carson. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, Brandon. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for coming back on. Appreciate it. Um, season's going good, but uh, how's, how's the summer going? Did you get to do anything fun over the 4th of July? Anything like that? Uh, yeah, the season's gone all right. Uh, I haven't, the summer's been, well, it started off good, but, um, you know, with me breaking my ankle or breaking my tibia, um, it's been hard for me to do a lot. Sure. Um, but just been enjoying, um, you know, racing and trying to go through rehab and everything. And, um, you know, it's given me a lot more reasons to sit down and just kind of, watch and be lazy so that's that's a lot of what i've been doing nothing wrong with the nothing wrong with a little reset an unfortunate uh thing that caused the reset but nothing wrong with that every once in a while uh as as i mentioned you guys are having a killer season so far uh i know you're still looking for victory lane but already uh more top fives and more top tens than last year combined uh at the end of the year last year you've already got those numbers with some races still to go uh overall how do you feel the season's gone for you as compared to last year i mean i feel like it's gone you know way better i I think our numbers would be you know way better with a little bit more luck even too um you know charlotte we led you know i think we're third and overall laps led um for the year And, and you know i think if you added charlotte knoxville and gateway we're literally within the you know last couple laps um you know, leading over 50 laps in both Charlotte, Knoxville. You know, we finished 16th and 35th. You know, I think the stats are, it would be a lot different. And then Gateway getting crashed on the last lap, um, running fifth. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, where we've been and our speed's been really good. And, um, you know, even the stats the way they are, I feel like we're we're proving in a lot, lot better than what we were last year. But, um, you know, I... I think you take into account those three races i think we're running for a regular season championship um but you can't dwell on the past or what could have been um but we know the the speed's there for you know to run up up front uh, every week that's great man um walk us through the end of gateway to surgery to the pole at sonoma right after i mean that was absolutely amazing uh another rough hit at sonoma i mean that was a hell of a couple weeks you had there uh you know walk us through the the uh you know the the wreck at gateway you know getting into surgery that quickly and and then sonoma i mean yeah it's there's a lot going on um you know from you know we get spun at gateway um you know both my feet hurt um you know the left one ended up being really bruised um but nothing too bad um where the right one was actually broke um so i was there till about seven o'clock uh in the hospital in st louis 
and drove all the way to Michigan, was on the phone with uh, NASCAR's doctors, our doctors, and luckily, um, you know, we have a really close friend, family friend that does a lot of surgeries for the Red Wings. Uh, okay. And he wanted to see more x-rays because St. Louis didn't have as many, didn't do as many tests as he probably wanted them to. Um, so Sunday, uh, right after the race, uh, did x-rays on Monday, didn't really hear anything in about, and, you know, I was ready to, you know, go to surgery, ready to get it over with, ready to get it started. And it, about an hour or so before I was supposed to be there, he called me and said, Hey, I got your time. Get there. Um, went there, had surgery, went really good. Um, they had a nerve blocker in for a, that was lasting that they said can it last anywhere from 12 to 24 hours. Um, so jumped on iRacing, practiced a little bit. Wednesday, flew, the day after, flew to North Carolina, started fitting a seat for Sonoma, uh, started pushing pedals, see if I could do it, um, whatnot. And then Thursday, flew back to Michigan. Friday, uh, flew to Sonoma. I, I I might have the days mixed up a little bit, but That's every day, lot, I was on, <laughs> I, every day, every single day, I was on a flight, um, and then had to meet with NASCAR. They had the garage open two hours ahead of time to for me to practice getting in and out to prove to them I can handle it and do just fine. They put me on jack stands and drop the jack like a pit stop. Um, all of my race gear on. Uh, they made me hop from the truck to prove I could hop. Um, and then approved me just for practice. And it was only originally supposed to be one or two laps. But, um, you know, I, I was just going till I couldn't go no more. So I just kept going for 11 laps. Uh, That's and and my, my crew chief, my truth, my crew chief, Phil came on the radio and said, I think they I think you, you proved your point and <laughs> called it good. And, uh, but yeah, no, it, it was a lot going on. And then from qualifying to being top of the board, first lap, I mean, I only had nine lap or 11 laps total in my life. And I wasn't even on your tires. So that was totally new for me and just kind of winged it um, first round and second round and, you know, overdrove the last corner, tore it up. And, you know, there's a lot involved in, in, you know, with Trackhouse and Daniel and Chevy and Worldwide Express and Nice that, you know, there was a lot of headaches and it was a, a really, really bad moment for a while. Um, you know, just trying to see what was going to happen and what was, what they could do and, and in the position I put them in and, Luckily, looking back now, it, it all worked out. Got a lot of points thanks to Daniel running six in the race and um, got my first career pole with a hell of a story to go along with it. Yeah, man, that's crazy. All right, so, uh, you, you know, prove, obviously going, uh, you know, talking with the doctors, all that, the goal was, hey, I want to be able to race this week. Uh, you know, what, was the doctor concerned at all? Was he like, hey, man, you know, I don't know, like, or, or was that – Pretty much, you know, hey, you know, once we get this repaired, you should be good to go. No problem. Uh, there's a lot of doctors that, I mean, my St. Louis doctor said it was going to be six months, no question. Wow. The NASCAR doctors, you know, I, I, I don't think they wanted to approve me by no means. Um, but the rule is I got to find a doctor that would approve me. And they, they, as long as I got that note, I'm good to go. And, um, 
you know, I played it to, you know, it's probably very biased, but uh, my Michigan doctor, you know, he's, he does NHL players, right. you know, they, they fly, they fly in that night, get surgery or get what they need. And they're back playing two, three days later. Um, so that was really nothing new for him. And he said, he said, it's probably gonna hurt like hell. And <laughs> but, that, but, that, but I'm putting a big screw in and you, you really ain't gonna hurt it. Um, you know, it's just going to only hurt you. Right. So. Right. Uh, so how uh, is it now? couple weeks, you know, obviously it's been a minute. You've had a couple off weeks sprinkled in here and there. Uh, you know, are you getting around a little bit better now and all that good stuff? Yeah. Monday is six weeks. So hopefully I'll be, um, you know, fully weight bearing and finally can get rid of the crutches and, you know, be able to walk just fine. And, um, but it's, it's getting better still every now and again, like when I have it, in kind of a weird spot bent it's like oh okay um but it's 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 not hurting um near as much or throbbing it's just more so like um the nerves of it all and the ligaments are just really really tired or really really stressed at points sure um if i've been working it for a while then it's like you know I, it just feels like i've been working out non-stop on a hell of a training program for eight hours even though what i really did was just kind of like lean on it for 20 minutes right. you know <laughs> uh-huh. but it's uh it's just more uncomfortable than anything right now than really the hurt or anything sure man that's great uh that's, that's so cool like you said what a hell of a story for sure um you know had some en- you know obviously had the engine issue at knoxville uh but back-to-back top threes at nashville mid-ohio and you actually started third at both of those races as well uh mid-ohio was really fun to watch from a fan perspective how was it from the driver's seat uh it's really hot for me um i'm physically out of shape right now just because i haven't been able to do anything so um but no it was it was a really fun racetrack and really fun to um, just to be fast at these places, sure. uh, you know, it's, uh, my shifter broke in half lap one. So I'd run the whole first stage with my shifter broke in half and I just kind of had to grab it from the bottom and just try to figure it out and went third to eighth. And once we got that fixed, you know, I, you know, we worked back all the way up to third, but I had my tongue hanging out running third i was no matter what no matter how hard i pushed i was a tenth to two tenths off it was the top two but uh you know i think we're definitely top five speed overall all day and uh just made it happen to where we finished third but like you said we we literally can't get away from third uh the last two weeks you know start and finish there and um and both both time you know nashville we had to come from dead last yeah uh, and then mid ohio we had to come from uh, I think ninth after the shifter broke. So, um, you know, we just have never had an easy day. It seems like, but to, uh, a, a really good race car and really good speed solves a lot of first world problems. And we were, <laughs> able, to, we were able to overcome a lot of adversity, both races. That's great, man. Uh, it's, it's hard to believe that, uh, this next race at Pocono is the last race of the regular season for the truck series. Um, and it, we're, we're talking July and six races is going to take us through November to finish the season. A lot of off weeks coming up. Uh, some guys like, it some guys hate it what's what's your take on how you know these these you know once we get at past pocono the last six races get spread out through november 
Uh, I mean, I, I just want to be racing more. I love the, you know, back to back to back to back, you know, every week it's, it's enjoyable for, for me. I don't, I don't like, you know, taking a lot of weeks off, you know, when you're, when you're running good, you're excited, you're enjoying it. Everybody's working hard. And when you're running bad, uh, you know, you're even more determined to run, run better the next week. But if you got to wait a month, you dwell on it, right. you, you usually could dwell on it. So, um, yeah, I, I wish we had more races, but at the same time, it it would then cost more, and I probably wouldn't be racing. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's definitely. A, a, I'm not a fan of it, but I, I definitely enjoyed the eight week uh, stretch that we had. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm with you for sure. Uh, you know, Pocono can be a crazy race. Uh, you know, the shifting definitely is, is at a, a maximum drafting. Uh, how are you getting ready for this one with only having one start there in, in your uh, uh, career? Uh, you know, I don't I don't know what – I don't prepare that, that much. You know, we just – uh, try and look at video, um, you know, have a little time in the sim, uh, you know, talk with Josh Wise about the trends of the race, and, you know, what seems to work in the, these certain tracks, but, uh, you know, not really changing what, um, how I approach these races. You know, I just, um, most of the time go off instinct or of everything and more so just try and figure out setup wise, you know, what I'm, I'm going to want, what's worked the last few weeks. And, um, you know, we're taking something completely different than we've ever taken to Pocono, knowing that, you know, we have, we have nothing to lose. Um, you know, if we miss it, you know, we just want to see if this works or not and, um, go, go big or go home attitude since we're locked into the playoffs and we can only gain, um, playoff points and that's only by winning. I love it. I love it. Who are you going to have on the truck for Pocono? Uh, Worldwide Express. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, listen, man, great to have you back on. Where can everybody keep up with you on social media? Uh, just at Carson Hosevar or CarsonHosevar.com. They're all linked on there. Um, that's that's about it. That's about it. Awesome, man. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming back on. Uh, best, of luck, <laughs> best of luck at Pocono and best of luck in the playoffs. And uh, look forward to having you back on down the road, man. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Brandon. Take care. Have a good one. Thank you, sir. We'll see ya. All right. Great to get Carson Hosevar back on the line. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a very, very condensed race talk this week uh, for two reasons. One, I'll be honest. I only saw a little bit on Sunday. And two, uh, shows have been going a little long the last couple of weeks. So uh, we'll try to reel it back in. So here's what I'll just say. I'll just kind of recap uh, one of the things from that we talked about with Carson, uh, and that is that this is the last regular season race of the truck series this weekend, and it's July, and it's at Pocono. Uh, and Tyler Ankrum is not in the playoff at the moment. Matt Benedetto is not in the playoffs at the moment. Matt Crafton is on the bubble. Uh, like, depending on what happened points-wise, really the only big points game, I don't think Tyler Ankrum can pick up the points uh, from Derek Krause and Matt Crafton. I mean, we're talking almost 40 points. Like, he'd have to win. They'd have to wreck out on lap one kind of thing. I don't see that happening. Tyler Ankrum on back uh, has to be through a win, and a win only is the only way that uh, I see anyone else getting in, which is possible. Hey, anything can happen. I'm just saying from a points perspective, uh, the only point swing is maybe between Crafton and Krause. Uh, and, again, that's a, uh, you know, 30 uh, no uh, yeah uh 20 point difference 18 point difference there so 
we will see what happens there. So Pocono going to be off the chain for sure. Uh, then Xfinity Series, Justin Allgaier going out. I knew it. I mean, he just kicks ass at New Hampshire, and he, and he goes out there, does it again. Uh, got burned, as did a lot of live traffic fantasy players, uh, with picking Ty Gibbs this past week. Thankfully, he scored some stage points. Uh, and what a tough break for Landon Castle, Noah Gregson, both top five finishes, both DQ'd after the race. Haven't seen that too much this year. Uh, you know, so that that's odd that two guys – both with top five finishes, <laughs> I can talk, uh, had that happen there. So, uh, you know, Landon Castle, uh, obviously I'm, I'm biased. I love him. Big fan of the show. Um, just itching for him to get that win. He was out there leading for the first time since 2015, I think I saw on the graphic. Um, you know, so for him to be able to go out there and do that, uh, it, it's a bummer uh, that the car did not pass post. Uh, but something tells me we might see Landon Castle victory lane one of these days, which would just be absolutely awesome. No doubt about that. Then the cup race on Sunday, Christopher Bell becomes the 14th different race winner this year through 20 races. That's absolutely awesome. Uh, you know, and the thing is, we're, Ryan Blaney still doesn't have a win. Truex doesn't have a win. Kevin Harvick really had the i mean kevin harvick uh scored the second most points uh you know tied with christopher bell with 47 truex had a little bit more of 53 that was the strongest run kevin harvick's had in a really long time uh, i don't know if it's fair to say this year but it it may be pretty close so uh you know and, and when you think about it right now two Stuart house race cars do not make it and they're inside the top 16 uh, because of the way the wins are. Eric Almirola is out right now. Kevin Harvick is out right now. Martin Truex Jr. right now in fourth is the last driver to get in on points without a win if things were to start today. So uh, are we going to get three more winners in six races? You know, I think it's possible at this point. We needed this past weekend for us to have any shot at that, I feel like. Uh, you know, Daytona could be a crapshoot. Pocono could be, Michigan could be. We got the Indy Road Course. Um, you know, I, I there are some races that that it possibly could happen, uh, and and I am very excited about that. Uh, speaking of Michigan, Michigan uh, race weekends coming up in a couple weeks. So let's get new MIS track president Joe Fowler on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, joining me on the line, making his first appearance on the show. He is the new track president of Michigan International Speedway, which will be hosting the Arca Menard Series with the Henry Ford Health 200, the Xfinity Series with the New Holland 250, and the Firekeepers Casino 400 in just a couple weeks. Welcome to the Lap Traffic Podcast, Joe Fowler. Joe, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Brandon. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you uh, for coming on. Thanks for... Uh, coming to talk about MIS because it's always a great time to talk about MIS. Um, man, we were talking beforehand. Uh, I am glad and honored to carry on the tradition. It's it's an honor to uh, have MIS as my home track and to be able to continue working with you guys from, from Roger to Rick and now yourself. Looking forward to chatting with you today and uh, into the future, man. It's uh, good times. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate the chance to be on and and uh, I know you've been a big supporter of MIS over the years, and we appreciate that for sure. And 
we're uh, we're excited. We've got a lot of stuff happening here. Obviously, as we get ready for our August sixth and seventh race weekend, things are going really well, and uh, pumped about the new car coming on track. Uh, just a lot of things happening, so we're we're excited. Absolutely, uh, Joe. You've worked with a handful of tracks. Uh, most recently, Kansas, I believe. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what led you to the NASCAR side of things. Sure. Well, I'll give you a, a hopefully fairly abbreviated version. I'm, first of all, I'm a big race fan. I grew up watching racing my whole life. It was something that my family did uh, every weekend. And so so racing is sort of just part of my blood. And then uh, I went to school. I grew up in central Missouri. I went to school and studied marketing. And while I was in that program, I actually had a chance to work for a, a pretty grassroots sprint car racing team. They were based in Sedalia, Missouri and traveled all over to you know, Terre Haute, uh, Knoxville, the several different tracks in the region. And, and I just fell in love with the business side of the of, of racing and, and what that was too. So the entertainment value, the business side came together. Um, I graduated, I got super lucky. I applied for a role, entry-level sales role at Kansas Speedway. I think it was its third year uh, that Kansas was open and, and I've been there ever since and with the company ever since. So of, of all my years, I spent the majority of it working on Kansas business. And then when uh, NASCAR and ISC merged into one company, I my role changed a little bit. So I went from uh, uh, sales and, and marketing role, and then I went to a specifically marketing role in the last couple of years focused on the Midwest region. So I had Watkins Glen and Chicago and Iowa, Michigan, Kansas. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but I love this sport. I love this industry. It's truly a passion of mine. It's it's pretty cool to be able to get to do something you love every day. And now that I'm here at Michigan, I'm just I'm just having a blast. That's awesome. I love it. All right. Well, now, like you said, you're officially at Michigan. Uh, and, and what I need you to do now is you, you've got to make your official declaration to isolate yourself from 50 percent of the state's population. And are we green and white or maize and blue? <laughs> you know, everybody tries to pin me down on that. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. That's all right. <laughs> it, it's funny. I, so growing up in Missouri, I, I'm, I'm a Missouri fan still. And, and uh, you know, getting a chance to come up here to Michigan. I, and this is the honest truth. I've always been a fan of both Michigan schools. And, well, it, it, and it's just been fun, you know, whether it's basketball or football. They're always competitive, so I'll go to any game at any time, have a blast, and I will stay as neutral as I can because I just think they're two, two great programs. Oh, that's great, man. Um, okay, so, uh, Joe, MIS always brings something new uh, each year, whether it's an enhancement to the track, uh, additions to camping, new ticket options, food, entertainment. Uh, what can fans expect uh, something new this year for, from MIS? Well, I think there are a couple things, Brandon, that, that come to mind. One in particular is uh, the addition of Trackside Live in our fan plaza. Uh, that's something I'm really excited about. It's, it's something I think has been um, traveling to, to several different tracks, but each time it arrives at a different property, it kind of has a local spin on it. So we'll have driver interviews, we'll have DJs, we'll have a, a ton of entertainment in that spot, some interviews. Um, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And then on top of that, you know, I think the, the way the place looks is going to be a little bit different. We spent a lot of time painting and just get the property cleaned up and ready. Um, I, I think it's looking really great so far. And then just on a personal level, and I, and I think many of our fans will probably agree, I, I think the biggest uh, new thing will be the addition of the next-gen car making its debut here, right, you know, in the auto manufacturer's backyard. Uh, a big deal when it comes to the state of Michigan and, and at MIS, so I'm really pumped about that. And 
just everything we've seen so far with that car, the competition, what it's done to just elevate the, the, the experience, whether you're watching, you know, uh, any track at any moment. It's just been fun, and I can't wait for it to come to MIS. Absolutely, man. Um, what's big, uh, you know, what, what's the biggest difference in, in your day-to-day from what you used to do at Kansas to, you know, uh, top dog now over here at MIS? <laughs> well, it, it's sort of funny. So all of my years of experience, with the exception of the last two, like I said, where I was more of a regional focus, have been dedicated to a property. And it's just, it's amazing how, uh, I, I don't want to say comfortable you get working at a place and feel like, okay, I got this. When when I left Kansas and came to Michigan and I got to see all of the differences in, in everything, the infrastructure, the layout of the land, uh, so many things that you just don't think about. So really my day-to-day has been, learning the, the nuances of the property and the intricacies of, of everything that, that goes on here. And I'll just give you a small example. You know, we have our own water system here. And so we retreat the water and we have pumps that take, you know, water from one place to another and things that I never had the chance to experience before when I was at Kansas. And, you know, that's a little thing, obviously, but, but sure. they can make a big impact on your day to day. And so it's been fun. I'm learning a heck of a lot every single day. We've got an awesome team here that's helped me grow and learn and, um, like I said, it, it, it's it's a it's a really beautiful, unique, and just cool property. I'm uh, I'm thrilled to be here. Absolutely. All right. Now that you're here too, uh, you know the the downtown Brooklyn, Michigan, uh, the Irish Hills area. Uh, is, is such an awesome area to be in race weekend or not. Uh, you know, have you found a little hidden gem that uh, you just absolutely love uh, from Papa's Place or, you know, to, to some other cool restaurants and stuff like that that are in the area? Yeah, there's some good some good spots around here. We've been to Jerry's a few times. Yes. We've been to Lucero's a few times. been to Papa's Place. Um, it, it's all good. And, and that's what I love about this area, too. They're not, you know, they're not big chains. They're family-owned places. And um, you, you can feel that when you walk in the door and, and that's been fun, but just, you know, outside of, of, of food and, and dining in general, we've had a blast just going around and checking out the things that are in the area. We went to, uh, I think it's called Hidden Gardens Lake the other day. And that was beautiful. Um, we took the dogs on a little walk and we've, we've had a good time just hanging out by some of the lakes out here. We haven't had a, I wish I could tell you we had a chance to do a lot of that. We haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> we've done a little bit of it, but you're right. The area is beautiful and Look, Brent, I think that's one of the things that makes MIS special for our fans. You, you are coming to this place that is absolutely stunning. There's so much to do that's outdoor focused, you know, whether it's camping, boating, hiking, all of those things. Those are the things that I love to do personally. But in the interactions that I've had with fans and just, you know, talking to folks, they, they love coming here for that. They love being in the Irish Hills and the, the feeling you are, the, the, the kind of the hometown vibe you get when you're at MIS. And I think that's something that makes us pretty special. Absolutely. Well, and once Faster Horses and Race Weekend is over, uh, hopefully you and the fam will be able to decompress it and to be able to check uh, even some more awesome things out. And uh, I'll just tell you this, if you, you know, if you've never been to Mackinac Island, it's a little bit of a drive. Uh, that that is a hidden gem in Michigan that uh, you definitely need to go and, and check out Mackinac Island if you uh, have not been there already. Um, let's see. Joe, uh, MIS has some great race sponsors, partners. Uh, I've got Jim Wise from Firekeepers uh, on here in a little bit as well. But talk about the relationship with the uh, the MIS race partners. You know, the, the partnerships are great because they're exactly that. They're true partnerships. It's not a, a monetary transaction where, you know, you slap a name on a race and you call it good. They're, they're really involved partners of MIS. They care about this facility. 
They come up with great programs for our fans. And at the end of the day, when you have any kind of a, you know, sponsorship, you look for a good partner. And we're, we're really lucky to have that, especially in Firekeepers Casino. They're, they're just really good people. They've been uh, a blast to work with, and we're looking forward to their event. Awesome. Um, Joe, if you want to run down uh, any of the weekend events that people will be able to see outside of just the racing, you want to talk about camping, uh, you want to tell everyone where they can get tickets, uh, plugs, anything, have at it. Sure. Well, I, I tell you, camping is one of our biggest uh, items. I mean, people love to camp at MIS. And so we still have camping available. You, you can come out if you have your own RV. Awesome. Um, you can you can get a spot if you don't and you just want to experience what that's like. Uh, we have a partner in MIS Camping that you can actually rent a rig for the weekend. They'll set it all up for you. So that's super cool. Um, you know, in terms of tickets, it, it's super affordable. It's 39 bucks for an adult ticket starting out for the Sunday race, the Firekeepers Casino 400, 10 bucks for youth. Saturday is going to be awesome too because it's a double header. It's a literally a full day of on track activity. So we'll have the the NASCAR Xfinity Series with the uh, New Holland 250, and then we'll have the Arkham Menard Series later that that evening uh, with the Henry Ford Health 200. So there's a ton there. Again, very very affordable. Um, youth 12 and under are actually free on Saturday, um, and like I said, they're ten dollars on Sunday. But there's a ton to do. Parking is free. You can bring your own food and beverage in a soft-sided cooler. If you're a family and you just want to come out and have a good time, it's a super affordable way to just come out and have an absolute blast. I love it. I love it. Uh, Joe, what's the website and where can everybody follow on social media? Yeah, uh, so you can visit our website. It's mispeedway.com, and there you'll find everything really that you need to know about the race weekend itself, the schedule, the different ticket options, uh, packages that we offer. And then the other thing I tell people to do, if you're not quite sure if you're new and you're interested in coming, but you're not quite sure what you want or what you're looking for, you just want some help trying to figure out what the options look like, give us a call. You can call us at 888-905-7223. One of our agents can walk you right on through anything you need to know from how to get here, uh, what the better views are, you know, all the things that you might want to know if you're a first timer. But I encourage everybody, this is going to be a historic race, having the next gen car here for the very first time, making its debut at IMS. You don't want to miss it. So uh, visit our site and give us a call. And yes, you can follow us on social as well. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're on all the channels. So you'll see a lot of activity from us in the next few days and, and next few weeks as we get into the race weekend. But um, yeah, give us a follow and, and hopefully you'll make it out for the event. Absolutely. All right. Well, Joe will be at MIS. I will be at MIS. Cannot wait to see all of you out at MIS as well. Lab Traffic Nation, huge thanks to Joe Fowler for calling into the show for the first time. Joe, it was a blast, privilege, pleasure, all that good stuff. Uh, look forward to seeing you at the racetrack and talking to you real soon, man. Absolutely. Me too. Thanks, Thank Brandon. We'll oh, Lab Traffic Nation. Great to get Joe Fowler, new MIS track president on the line. Uh, let's keep things going. A little lab traffic, social media, and then we'll get uh, MIS race sponsor, Firekeepers Casino on the line. Everybody, that. make sure you check out the website, thelabtrafficpodcast.com. Facebook, uh, Lab Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lab Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, please leave a review. Uh, you can listen to the show on iTunes, Podbean, or your favorite hosting site. Don't forget about the MIS ticket giveaway. Two pairs of tickets for MIS. Uh, just respond to the tweet with your uh, what makes MIS special. Why, why, why do you love it? And um, 
I'll pick two winners here. And uh, also, Atlanta Racing and the Throwback brand have a great giveaway going as well. So tons of stuff. Um, it's just fun to give stuff away, like race tickets. And this is not the only race that I am giving tickets away to. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, there are two races down the road, one of which is a playoff race uh, that I will be giving tickets away to, which I am very excited about. So uh, stay tuned to that. Uh, some new follower shout outs. Michael Ness, who used to work at MIS, which is awesome. Uh, useless NASCAR Facts at Useless NAS Facts, account run by amateur NASCAR historians with too much time on their hands. I love it. Uh, Glenn Lazoon Le at Glenn underscore D underscore Lazoon, engineer, uh, and loves racing and iRacing, which is awesome. Don't forget, I've got free stickers and koozies for you. All you have to do is fill out the contact page on the website, thelabtrafficpodcast.com, with your name and address, and I will send them out to you for free. Um, all right. Let's see here. Normally, uh, we'd have our weather segment. But first, before we get to Brian Newdorf, uh, let's talk to Jim Wise from Firekeepers Casino. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line, making his fourth appearance on the show. He is the VP of Marketing and Online Gaming at Firekeepers, who is also the race sponsor here in a couple weeks for the Firekeepers Casino 400 at MIS on August 7th. Welcome back to the Lab Traffic Podcast, Jim Wise. Jim, great to have you back. How are you, sir? Excellent, Brandon, and thank you for inviting me year after year. I always enjoy it. It really is kind of a sign for me that we're about to get ready to go racing because, you know, there's so many things happening in the casino business, and in, in this case, August 7 continues to go, grow closer every day, and now I'm really starting to get the energy, especially speaking with you today. Ah, I love it, man. It's, it's such a great time. Um, it's, it's somewhat bittersweet because it's like, you know, when, when MIS rolls around, like, you know, we're winding down on summer, and it feels like summer just got here, but we are definitely going to heat things up, no pun intended intended for the Firekeepers Casino 400. Well, you know, last year was August 22nd, and you're exactly right. So I'm hoping that this year, being the 7th of August, we can stretch out the rest of the month as long as humanly possible, because I'm with you. I'd like a nice, long summer. So let's hope for maybe 55, 60 days after uh, after August 7th to finish out the month. I love it. Absolutely. Um, all right. Some big things. Uh, we got a new MIS track president, uh, Joe Fowler, who was on earlier. Uh, how things been working uh, with, with the new track prez and, and you know, what's, what's, what can we expect new from you guys uh, at the track in a couple weeks? Everything works great with Joe and his team. Uh, Rob Hemig is kind of our direct guy, and Rob had gone to Nashville last year, and he came back also to join Joe with kind of a leadership team. And the great thing about working with them and with uh, Joe's predecessor, Rick Brenner, is they see guest service the way we do. So, you know, when you put your name on something, but, you know, you don't have direct control over it so to speak you know we don't we're not the people parking cars every day or we're not the people selling uh you know infield passes and things of that nature you know we have to hope that they're going to deliver good service because all that impacts our name and our brand as well and what we love about this relationship is that i think mis cares as much about their customers in the same vein that we do at firekeepers casino so that makes for a really good marriage so we're excited about that. And as far as this year, we're excited to get back to some things that we've done in the past. Um, 
you know, it, going back a few years pre-COVID, we always had a driver at Firekeepers leading up to. And uh, we're really excited this year to get Joey Logano, a past champion, a past NASCAR champion, to come back. And he's going to be here Friday night, August the 5th, and 5.30 to 7.30 in our DC Sportsbook and Tap House. And people are invited. It's free entry. As long as you're 21 or older, you're welcome to come to Dacey's and meet Joey and have him sign uh, whatever you want to have him sign and say hi to him. And um, we're excited about that. So we're getting back in some cases to some things that we've done in the past. And as far as new things, we're always looking at a kind of new wagering options, either whether you do it at Dacey's in person in our sports book or whether you're doing it by downloading our iGaming app. And we've got uh, tons of interesting wagers that we're going to be looking at uh, throughout the weekend. I love it. Uh, you know, you mentioned the online gaming. Uh, some big things have happened at Firekeepers, Jim, since we last spoke. Uh, the new hotel tower open. Uh, Nibi Steakhouse has a new location, which I've been to, and it is absolutely amazing. Uh, you mentioned the online gaming. What else is going on over at Firekeepers? Well, you're right. Nibi goes to a, a new location, a bigger location, so it can even have more space for guests. And it's also now in, in the hotel side of the business, away from the gaming floor. So, you know, if somebody had, a, I don't know, an engagement party or a graduation party or a retirement party and somebody wanted to bring uh, somebody under the age of 21, in the past they could not access Nibi because it was located directly on the gaming floor. Now it's in the, the base of the hotel tower, and therefore somebody can come in the hotel entrance with an, uh, a person under the age of 21 and take them to a great dinner or use the private dining area if they want to have a, some sort of private party. And so it, it, it even helps more guests who at times in the past had been a little bit frustrated. But the Nibi food is always beyond compare. It is our signature restaurant. Um, one of the other new pieces, though, is we've, we completely blew up Smoke and Fire restaurant, rebuilt it in the same location from the ground up. It's got a great new menu to it. It's got a lot of terrific steaks along with some of the terrific barbecue dishes and, and some terrific seafood items. So, you know, we've really kind of tried to take Smoke and Fire and raise it up so that it's much closer to Nibi. Um, kind of experience than, than maybe it was in the past. So that's brand new for us also. Uh, the Smoke and Fire opened uh, in March of this year and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So that we also had a new high-limit gaming area that came with the new hotel. Uh, so, you know, we're really excited about all those changes. And we're always here at Firekeepers in some sort of transition to the next new thing. That's awesome. You know, uh, you mentioned all the great food. Uh, I, I can attest to that, Jim. I've been telling you, uh, all four times you've been on, uh, the wife and I love to come out to the property a couple times a year. It's big. It's clean. Uh, you guys have some incredibly modern slot machines, state-of-the-art. Uh, you got a lot of cool twists to some table games that you might not see uh, at, uh, at your uh, regular casino. So I'm very excited. I'm staying there race weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped to uh, not only get out to uh, MIS, but to come uh, hang out at Firekeepers for a little bit. Awesome. Well, we look forward to having you. You know, we want to have a race this year that is somewhat 
similar to last year. We had a lot of drama at the end. Uh, you know, Ryan Blaney had a, a terrific run in that last lap and pulls off a win. And so that was a great thing for him. And he was so excited for that. And we were so excited for him. But uh, you never know who your next big winner in the Firekeepers Casino 400 could be and how that could maybe project somebody on to uh, a NASCAR championship in addition to a race championship. Absolutely. Uh, Jim, you know, we've talked about this, too, uh, and just want to bring it up for, for the new the followers, listeners. Uh, and, hey, maybe this is going to be your first time going to MIS. Uh, Firekeepers is located in, like, the most perfect condition. If you're coming in from the Chicago area, Indiana, Ohio, uh, or, you know, even if you're making the drive somewhere within our great state, Add a little time in. Uh, it's a perfect little road trip stop, either going to or uh, maybe on your way back from race weekend. Uh, build a couple extra hours into uh, your trip and, and swing in the fire keepers. Uh, you will not be disappointed that much, I can promise you for sure. Go ahead, Jim. You, you certainly mentioned, you know, all those big cities. So from Indianapolis through Detroit to Chicago, and uh, if you want to go into the upper peninsula of Michigan, you're going to be on I-94 for the most part, and so are we. We're at exit 104, so whenever you plan your trip in or out, uh, I'm sure I-94 is going to be a part of that. And uh, take a look at where exit 104 can fit into your stay, and we'd be so excited and honored to have – any of your listeners stop in and see us uh, before or after the race. So, again, we're super easy to get to because there's literally an exit right at 104, uh, and you see the casino hotel towers uh, almost as if they're going to edge right out onto the interstate. We're that close to the highway. So uh, very easy on and off, and uh, we'd look forward to having everybody stop by and see us. I love it. Uh, Jim, we've talked trophies in the past. Uh, Firekeepers, uh, you know, you guys had the dice trophy there for a few years. Uh, switch to the slot machine. Uh, can you give us a, a sneak insight as to what the – awesome firekeepers trophy is going to look like this year so we're always making some little tweaks but we really have liked the the slot machine product that uh, the designers have made so we made some minor modifications to it i think in the beginning we had some sort of concept that it has to be a completely different trophy every year and i'm starting to lean to you know what when you really get something that works stick with it so this year we're making really minor adjustments, but we are going to stick with the slot machine concept, and I think that uh, that may be how we go in the future. Uh, again, I think in, in the beginning we were so excited to be a race sponsor that we felt like every year we have to go out and kind of tear it all down and build it all up again as a new concept. And uh, thank God MIS has great partners who work on the trophies because <laughs> I'm sure we were driving them crazy for a while, but we really like the slot machine concept and we think you know when you look and see it it's easy to identify that it's a slot machine it's easy to see our logo and the uh, and the race logo and the tracks logo so everybody's happy from that standpoint so i think we're going to basically stay in that direction and and we've been very happy with the last couple of years with that uh, with that theme They've looked pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. Uh, they definitely look very good. No doubt about that. Um, all right. Let's see here. Uh, you mentioned online gaming. Uh, you know, for, for new users, uh, is there any type of promo? You guys doing anything special for the online gaming for race weekend for uh, a new user sign up or anything like that? Absolutely. So, 
one of the keys, and this is for all Michigan operators, if you're coming in from out of the area, you do not have to live in Michigan in order to sign up for an account. But of course, and this is the rule in every other state in the United States, you must be in that state at the time that you seek to make a wager. So let's say three or four times a year you come to Michigan. Well, you can have a Michigan account um, and you know you just have to be in Michigan in order to make wagers. Um, you win money and you wager on the race and you want to pull that money out. You can do that from wherever. You can deposit from wherever. You just simply can't make a wager um, if you're outside of the boundaries of the state of Michigan. But we got an exciting sign-up offer. Make your first sports wager. We'll match it with a free bet up to $500. Uh, if you're at the race, you're going to probably either see a little additional promotion um, with your ticket stub, or maybe if you're camping, there's going to be some other options. So we're out in uh, Fan Plaza. I would encourage everybody to come check us out there where we got games and items to give away and some promotional information on our iGaming. And for, for NASCAR, it's so exciting because you can find whatever you like. You can wager on stages. You can wager on which car brand is going to be the brand of the winner. Um, there's some head-to-head matchups. And then there's obviously simply, hey, I'm a huge fan of Chase Elliott. I want to wager on him to win the race. You can go ahead and wager directly on any driver um, to win the race. So there's a lot of different options. So depending on your level of NASCAR expertise, you might say, wow, I got a real angle. I think that you know Chevrolet or Ford or Nissan or, or, or whomever is going to win. Like I think their drivers are are the best right now. Okay, fine. Then you can you can pick that as a wagering opportunity. So a lot of diversity in the concepts that you can wager on. I love it. That is awesome. Uh, Live traffic nation knows I uh, I get into that a little bit, which is which is always a good time, fun time for sure. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's uh, let's wrap it up for you, Jim. Uh, everybody, make sure you get out to Firekeepers if you can build that in. Uh, stay tuned to some ticket giveaways that I've got from Firekeepers. Don't forget if you're in the area, come on out to Firekeepers on Friday, August fifth, uh, for a Joey Logano meet and greet. And if Joey's not big enough. I will be there as well. You know, maybe you need me for the attraction and the draw there, but come see Joey Logano Friday, August 5th. Um, Jim, where can everybody download the app? Uh, Where can they follow and uh, check out the website and all that good stuff for reservations and all of that? So head to firekeeperscasino.com. Um, on on your laptop, and you can uh, download and go from there to sign up, or you can do it directly from your phone. So if you have uh, an iOS device, you can go to the uh, Apple Store and download the app. We have two of them, so make sure you download the one that says iGaming. We have a separate app that is kind of all of our hotel information, restaurant information, etc. And then we have the, the iGaming app. So download the iGaming app, and again, there's a first casino deposit match, and also separately a first sports book wager match uh, as well that I previously talked about. And again, uh, if you're uh, coming up or down I-94, stop it and see us. If you want some more details, again, firekeeperscasino.com is the place to go. And we'd love to see people. You know, we've had 
people like Kevin Harvick and Brad Keselowski uh, in the past, and we've had huge lines for them, and we try to get everybody in, and they get a photo, and if you have a car or a particular piece of memorabilia that you would like uh, the driver to sign, probably the craziest was one year, uh, security called and said, Jim, there's a guy with a NASCAR tire uh, that he would like uh, Kevin Harvick to sign, you know, is that okay? Can we let a guy on the casino floor with a tire? And uh, we worked with them on that and got that <laughs> taken care of. So we know that uh, the memorabilia group, now we do limit it to one thing. So please don't bring, you know, your 15 items because then that just makes it impossible for as many people to get a chance to see uh, Joey Logano as possible. But bring an item and we'll be happy to sign and bring you lap traffic stuff and uh, maybe uh, you'll sign it as well. Absolutely. No doubt about it. I love it. Jim, it was great to have you back on uh i cannot wait to see you at Firekeepers and out at the track here in just a couple weeks uh everybody make sure you tune in if you can't make it but uh the Firekeepers casino 400 on august 7th jim great to see great to talk to you and we'll see you here in just a couple weeks hey it's our pleasure and it's a great opportunity to be with you every year and i appreciate it thanks so much man we'll talk to you soon all right see ya Oh, Lap Traffic Nation. So great to have Jim on from Firekeepers Casino. I cannot wait to go hang out, do a little gambling and hanging out race weekend. Come see Joey Logano on Friday, August 5th. How awesome is that? A free two-hour signing. Uh, that, that doesn't happen all the time. Uh, and, and hey, how, how cool is that? Joey Logano, past Michigan winner, past champ, all that good stuff. Uh, so come hang out Friday. Uh, all right, let's keep things rolling. Let's get Mr. Brian Newdorf back on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me back on the line after a few-week hiatus. You can follow him on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN, along with Aaron Studwell at RaceWeather. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Brian Newdorf. Sir, good evening. How are you? You know, I feel like my 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 the, the break between when I'm on just keeps getting longer. Should I take it personally? <laughs> Negative, sir. Negative. Oh, man, you know, it was uh an interesting couple of weeks with the holiday. That's a, uh and then Aaron Yeah, had I mean, a, that's all right. I think I've been on your show more than I've tweeted in the last. So I uh, it's not, possible. It's possible. It's very possible. <laughs> Uh, well, it, it has been a minute. How was your 4th of July? Um, I worked. Okay. All right. All right. I worked. Uh, and, uh, you know, I had to drive through my, uh, right through my neighborhood because, you know, they were, uh, using the street to launch fireworks and stuff like that. And when my wife's car had like stuff, it looks like, it looks like actually something actually may have hit my wife's car. Oh, so, wow. you know, yeah. So, oh. uh, Hey, you know, yeah. But hey, I never, but for for those who wonder, I didn't go on to our Facebook neighborhood page and be be a kin (laughs) and complain about it. Oh, I mean, I mean, I get it. You know, the, it is firework. I mean, fireworks are a sensitive thing of of, uh, where where I'm at too. It's you either, you know, it's kind of like the Woodward dream cruise. You either love it or you hate it. And there's not a lot of in between. It's like. It's like one weekend a year, people. I mean, come on. Yes. I mean, I get that. I mean, hell, I, the, all the pee I had to pee up for my nervous dog, but still. <laughs> uh, I, you know, we used to, at our old neighborhood, we, we did go balls to the wall with the fireworks and all of that. But I, if 
I, I would say we tried to be as respectful as possible. Uh, we cleaned up the streets. Uh, you know, we cleaned up the neighbor's grass. We wet the grasses of all our neighbors. We would wet the yeah. roofs. Like, we were proactive as, as possible. And, you know, if it was a an 11 o'clock curfew, we tried to be done by, like, 30, yeah. you know, like. Oh, I'm, you know. I'm, I, I'm not complaining. I, yeah. I don't care. Have fun. I mean, literally, uh, I will say this much. I mean, to me, you might as well take rolled up dollar bills and light your fireworks because that's how I see fireworks. All right. You right. might as well do the same <laughs> thing. Much money. They, yeah. Fireworks. They, I hear you. Yes, they are. They are not cheap. That's for sure. Um, let's see here. So speaking of off weeks and all of that uh pre-record here we decided that uh you were going to pull double duty back-to-back weeks because indy is your home track which is next weekend so we'll have you on for indy yeah uh, sounds good and then we'll have aaron uh who went to uh, M, uh, he didn't go to MIS. What was he? he went to Michigan. He went so to the universe. Wow. What kind know. of degree did he get there? I, you know, <laughs> so, you know, we'll have, uh, we'll, we'll add some homeschoolness to it, if you will. Um, let's see here. Uh, we are headed to Pocono where it always rains. So, you know, what do we got? Oh, oh wait, you said Pocono. I'm kind of <laughs> yawn when I hear that. Um, at least that was the consensus a long time ago that, yes. A, either two things you were guaranteed, and listen, nothing against Pocono. I would love to go. Um, and, of course, we all remember, too, I mean, uh, I, I, I long time ago, it's, it's probably still there on SB Nation someplace. I did an op-ed on, um, you know, the, the regarding the lightning safety. Uh, and I'm glad to see it took a couple of years, but NASCAR trying to be better on um, their lightning. I know fans don't necessarily always like it, but – um you know safety first okay plus yes. it's a liability aspect i mean eventually eventually the, the the responsibility falls on the fan but you know that tragic situation still um yeah guess what there's a chance of rain in the forecast <laughs> uh i mean you are getting it, it june and august you start to get in and it's a lot of times it's just that um you know chance of a shower or a thunderstorm it's not a really high chance uh friday saturday look good it's just possibly timing of something uh, coming in, uh, but it's it looks generally as of right now, it looks generally dry with a chance of maybe uh, some pop up afternoon activity uh, that could be a problem. So that's that's the concern going into Pocono overall weather wise. Okay, I mean that's not horrible. We we've had worse. Uh, you know, you know, honestly, yes, honestly, you know, I know everybody likes to think, and I and and I probably by the end of the season. If you know, we have two. I mean, we really haven't had any. We haven't had a huge number of postponements, uh, weather-related this season, like we've had in the past. But it won't change the narrative of most fans. Uh, they'll still say, "Oh, you want a drought?" Even you know, whatever. You know, they'll still try to argue that eighty percent of all the race weekends this year have been impacted by weather. I could technically argue that a hundred percent of all the tracks this year have been impacted by weather because there's weather all the time at every track. See, yeah, right. Because you know, it's all there's always weather. Weather. We just interpret weather to be something falling from the sky, whether yeah. it's rain or snow. But there's always weather. You know, yes. Uh, you but know. I will have somebody who will be like, "Well, this morning practice was delayed, and then like you know, or you know, it was foggy, or you know, it was you know the the, the track condition. They were out there, but the you know it, they'll find some reason to argue with me." Um, and I just let them go yes. uh, anymore. If, um, uh, but yeah, 
if it, just call me the just call me the you know just call me the chest Ross Chastain of weather. Okay, oh, wow. so um, <laughs> just barreling through everything, right? <laughs> might as well. Um, we will uh, catch back up more, and we'll uh, set aside a little extra time uh, next week for uh, maybe your favorite indie story. And uh, everybody, make sure you follow Brian on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN, along with Ray's weather, the Dr. Aaron Studwell. Sir, uh, good to catch up with you, and uh, we will catch you next week for sure. Sounds good. All right, man. We'll see ya. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. Uh, great to have Brian back on. That's some barking dogs. It's time for this week's Lucky Dog and Lap Down Picks. Uh, you guys came strong this week, which I absolutely love. Got a lot of responses. So I'm going to get right into it so that we can get them all in. Uh, my Lucky Dog is 14 winners through 20 races, baby. You know what I want to see. Uh, I don't have a lap down because uh, I'll be honest, like I said, I didn't catch too much this weekend, but uh, nonetheless, we got a full show. I'm faking it till I make it. Um, all right, let's see here. Scott at 1985, Wagner's Lucky Dog, Seabell Racing finally gets his win with a traded crew and a lucky break on a lost tire last week. Uh, lap down, Bowman. His luck is going the wrong way. Side note, LT Fantasy picks DQ and 24th. Yeah, Oh, man, that'll that'll happen every once in a while. Uh, let's see here. Brian at Storm and B81. Lucky dog, another new winner. Let's get to 17. Yes, 17, LOL. Uh, lap down, Dylan and Brad K using their cars, not their fists. I <laughs> love it. Uh, let's see, blowing the doors off at BTDO Podcast. Friends, B. Wayne and Sherwin. Uh, make sure you're checking out their podcast. Lucky dog from them. Truex for fumbling back to fourth after not adjusting on the car all day. Lap down. Truex's team for slapping two tires on the runway runaway car. Uh, Chase already proved you could recover track position. Uh, Brandon at Brandon K. Carl. Without a doubt, the lucky dog is Christopher Bell coming on strong at the end and getting the victory at New Hampshire. My lap down is a tie between the Dillon brothers. They both look like a damn half-rate reality TV show out there today. Damn, that is, that is strong. And I, I love the creativity in that. That's awesome. Uh, Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars. Lucky dog to Christopher Bell punching his ticket to the postseason. A lap down to all those drivers on the cut line without a win. It's starting to look like you have to win to be in. Yes, I love it. Uh, David at Real David Con, Lucky Dog, Christopher Bell. Not that he's that good, but that was uh, Martin Truex. Or not, <laughs> not that he's not good, but that was Martin Truex Jr.'s race. Lap down, my boy Austin Dillon, uh, first trying to run over Kozlowski, then getting turned by Harvick on pit road. Was a long day for Dillon and RCR. Uh, Eddie at Eddie underscore EG3. It's been a long minute. It has been a minute since we've heard from Eddie at the EG3 podcast. Uh, Lucky dog C Bell earning his way into the playoffs and road to 16 winners continues. A lap down and going with the Dillon boys this week. That is a reoccurring theme there. Uh, Guy G at not the other guy. Lucky dog was the 20 pit crew. Lots of issues all year. They came through when it mattered. Lap down has to be Austin Dillon. Looks like a clown getting into the six under caution. Ends up finishing outside the top 20. But hey, at least he got to plug his TV show. Woo! 
Guys are coming strong for the Dillons this week. Ah, Jason at JA Stone 29. A lucky dog was definitely the 20 this week. A lap down I might offer was the 14. Clearly the best car, especially in the long run. Even Rodney said they should have done four tires. Uh, it was a great race. Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan. Lucky dog. Seabell is the man at New Hampshire. Lap down. Truex was dominant and now sits on the cut line after blowing the race. Isn't that crazy? The cut line is position four in points. That's what I like to see. Uh, Matt at Camper News Net. Lucky dog. Christopher Bell becoming the 14th different winner this season. I think we got a strong shot at seeing at least 16 different winners this season, which will make the last six races of the regular season very exciting. Uh, no lap down. Uh, Matt brings up a good point there. You know, we're all wanting 17 so that he, uh, a winner doesn't make it. Uh, which would be just so crazy. But 16 means you have to have won a race, uh, which very well could put some people uh, outside the top 16 um, or people that are in the top 16 out of the playoffs. So 16, 17 winners, uh, both would be a hell of a story either way if we can get there. Uh, Matt at CH9SE fan, lucky dog Bubba Wallace ran up front all day, clean race, well-deserved P3. Lap down, Ryan Blaney. Not performing, needing need to win, not just for the playoffs, but for everything. Uh, side thought, five races plus Daytona uh, left to get two spots. Going to be crazy pressure. It's on big now, 110%. Uh, Scott at uh, WA Big Amma, lucky dog, is NASCAR for having a new car that has brought so many different winners. A lap down, JR Motorsports for wrecking yet another Alpha Prime racing car. Uh, leave Tommy Joe's car alone, damn it. <laughs> I love it. And let's see here. I think last one, Tristan at Tristan Cole, lucky dog, C bell and the whole 20 team. Excellent. win. a lap down, Alex Bowman, rough day in the office for him. Uh, true X led most of the day. Unfortunately, couldn't get the win. All right. I love it. There's your lucky dog and lap down picks for this week. All right. Lap traffic fantasy. Let's close this thing out tonight with some lap traffic fantasy. Just a reminder, get your picks in by five o'clock Eastern standard time on Thursday, picking all three series this week, six more cup races to go to settle this thing out and joining me back on the line. That's right. Back on the line. He was on last week. He said, he was going to be back on this week, and sure enough, here he is. David James, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, good evening. After a two-year hiatus, I'm back-to-back -back on the Lap Traffic Nation podcast. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely, man. How cool is that? Uh, hell of a job last week with your picks of uh, Allgaier and Christopher Bell. Um, you know, Bell kind of a long shot pick. Maybe not. Toyota does pretty well uh, behind Ford uh, at Loudon. So uh, hell of a job there, man. Thank you. I thought the Algar pick um, kind of went my way with some issues with Gibbs and Byron on Saturday, Sunday again. The four tires kind of won out there. It was Truex and Harvick's day, but I think uh, the four tire call there for Christopher Bell, the win and the bonus points in lap traffic nation absolutely uh all right so what do you think about the racing this weekend you know kind of two different weeks you know we had atlanta two weeks ago that was you know cluster uh you know and and this past weekend at loudon uh really came down to strategy in both races yeah i didn't enjoy new hampshire race very much i, I enjoyed atlanta quite a bit more um the short track package it doesn't seem to be working out very well with the new car uh we go to a big old track, two and a half mile track this week. So 
Um, I'm looking, I'm feeling like this week's going to be quite a bit different as well, but we may see some of that strategy play out. The picks that I have here, I've got a little bit of strategy as well with the fuel mileage calls. So um, let's go ahead and get into it. You know, all right. Well, before we get into it, I mean, I, I just, I want to preview the next couple weeks because things really could get interesting. We obviously have the tricky triangle this weekend, which weather could be a factor, uh, shifting could be a factor, new car, all of that could play a role this weekend then next week we got indy road course then we're back at the big mile track at michigan uh and then we got daytona in the mix like these last six races uh are going to be very interesting so i say all of that to say are we going to get 17 winners yeah, I think we are going to get at least one more new winner. And it's it's interesting you mentioned all those new tracks as well, those tracks coming up, because probably for the first time I really did, did dig into the upcoming weeks and kind of play some strategy on who I was going to take this week and keep some other picks in my back pocket. Sure. Um, but the Indy Road course went Almondinger's way, I believe, last year. Yes. Uh, you know, we've got Truex still out there. We've got Blaney maybe at Michigan. Um, we will see what happens in the next few weeks, but your boy Harvick needs to get it together. He does need to get it together. <laughs> like, um, have, are, are you on TikTok at all? Do you, do you, yes, do I do follow. Okay, yeah, a little bit. So uh, I've seen this new sound where it's it, it's like, hey, tell me something that'll piss me off, and it's <laughs> Boba Fett, and I I don't get the reference to be honest with you, but all I keep thinking about doing is is I need to record a TikTok and going, tell me something that'll piss me off, and it's Kevin Harvick is not going to win a race or a championship <laughs> again. <laughs> No. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's run down our uh, standings here real quick. Segment two, top ten. Uh, Robert Riggs has moved up to first with eight sixteen. Brett Morris in second with seven ninety six. Uh, yours truly hanging strong in third with seven eighty five. Uh, we've got a two-way tie for fourth with 781 with Logan Cummings and Pete Curvin. Uh, in fifth place, uh, Dave, man, you moved up, man, 780. Nicely done. Uh, Josh Rolfe's in sixth with 764. We got a two-way tie for seventh with Benton, Whistle, Benton Wilson and Jeff with 761. Uh, Matt Crowd in eighth with 759. Uh, the doctor, Aaron Studwell, is in ninth, along with Kim James, uh, your mom, with 755. And Mark Luddington wraps out the top 10 with 746. Over to the playoff bonus points. Uh, David, you and Kristen are uh, just, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else with 14 bonus points each. Uh, Tony LeBay has 11. Henry Fletcher, uh, Jason Dickus, and Mark Ludington each have 10. Uh, Brad Carnes, Kyle Garrett, Logan Cummings, Stephen Florenz have 9. And then it runs down the line from there. And then over to the cumulative standings, the big one where it will set our playoff grid. Uh, still in first place is Kristen Hoglin. Uh, Robert Riggs is in second. Aaron Studwell third. Kim James in fourth. Henry Fletcher fifth. Uh, Steven DFS NASCAR in sixth. Jason Dick is seventh. Brett Morris eighth. Matt Crowd ninth. Justin Hughes tenth. Uh, the Professor Brandon Crowd in eleventh. Uh, Michael Mason twelfth. John Edwinsell thirteenth. Kevin Hahn fourteenth. Josh Rolfe. 15th and Javid James you sir have squeaked up to 16th place with 1813 uh but only one point to the good of Joel Nolf in 17th so still still a little work to be done to uh to, to secure that playoff spot sir 
Yeah, we got a few weeks left, but um, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's pretty tight there from 8 to 16, so it, um, it could go a lot of different ways. Absolutely. Uh, all right, man, you ready to make some picks? I am. Go ahead. All right, Lab Traffic Fantasy, we are headed back to the Tricky Triangle for the one and only trip this year. Last year, it was the Pocono Double, which saw Bowman and Kyle Busch take home some hardware. Both are looking to rebound after a rough week this past weekend at Loudoun. Personally, I think this is a track we see Denny Hamlin maybe pick up another win this week. And if it isn't Denny Hamlin, could one of our four winless drivers that are still inside the top 16 get it done? Three out of the four have. Uh, Harvick, Blaney, and Truex have all seen victory lane at Pocono. And then there's still Eric Almarola. Will any one of those guys get the win? We will find out this weekend. But first, it is time for our picks. All right, man. Who are you rolling with in the truck series? Uh, truck series, I'm going to go pretty straightforward. Um, I'm going to go with John Hunter Nemechek. He won the race last year, led 12 laps, and probably more impressively, he beat Kyle Busch at Pocono Absolutely. in the truck series race last year. So, um, you know, I think uh, they got quite a bit of power in the KBM trucks, and they seem to shoot themselves in the foot quite a bit. But I do like John Hunter Nemechek and some experience there at Pocono. I am with you. That is my pick as well because it, you at least – can't lose ground because you know a lot of the field will take him as well so you can at least hold steady for for the most part there uh all right xfinity series sir who do you got yep i'm gonna go safe again this week and i'm gonna go with the driver who placed second in last year's race led 11 laps i'm gonna go with ty gibbs and ty gibbs um, I think we'll bring the power this week. I really like Chris Gale as his crew chief. Um, we've seen many times, and we'll get into my cup pick here. Uh, the fuel mileage is going to come into play. We're going to see some strategy, I think, on the Xfinity side on Saturday afternoon. And uh, Ty Gibbs, in partnership with his experienced crew chief, I think gets it done at Pocono uh, on Saturday in the Xfinity series. See, you know, I, I told you last week I went with Ty, which was a, a stretch pick for me because I typically don't take him. Uh, and it burned me a little bit. Uh, I was going to take him this week. Uh, I am going to go with Sheldon Creed uh, for Pocono. He's got a couple top fives there uh, over the last couple years. So I'm going to go with Sheldon Creed. Okay. Sheldon Creed ran a little bit better this week. So maybe he's got some momentum. Yes. Uh, all right, man. Closing it out Sunday. Who do you got, sir? Yeah, I'm going to go on a little bit of a stretch here. But I am going to stick with Chevrolet. Um, I think Chevrolet and Team Hendrick are going to be uh, the team to beat this week. I'm going to save my Chase Elliott and my Kyle Larson pick for the next few weeks, and I'm going to roll out Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman um, won in 2020, seventh last year, uh, ninth the year before. I, he's got, excuse me, he won last year. It was a doubleheader last year, but three straight top tens for Alex Bowman. He was not good at all this past week, correct, in the first five he laps. can't get much worse than this yeah. past week. So. But like we talked <laughs> about last week, um, we, you know, we, we discussed Chevrolet um, not having it with the, with the uh, flat tracks and the short tracks and the shifting. But this week, there is a little bit of shifting, but those long straightaways at Pocono are going to bring in some horsepower. And Team Hendrick has got it right now. I love it. All right, man. All right. Uh, I am going to roll with the Toyotas. I am going to go with Denny Hamlin this weekend. Uh, he's, he's no stranger to victory lane. Uh, and if he doesn't find victory lane, it's finishing second to Harvick, uh, finishing second to Bowman. Uh, so I, I think Denny Hamlin can get it done or at least... I don't even care so much of the win. Uh, I just need the points. So I, I need a solid, you know, 45-plus points out of Denny Hamlin, uh, and I think he can be the one to go and get me that this weekend. 
I like that safe pick. He's got a, a series best four and a half average finish in the last six races. So that's pretty solid. Yes, I will take that. I'll take that all day. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, are we going to see you back here next week as well? Let's go ahead and put it on the schedule next week. I love it. Uh, I think we can we can pencil that in for sure. Uh, all right, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate you. Uh, best of luck this week, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. See ya. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. That is going to do it for episode 285 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Twitter, at Lap Traffic PC. Go check out Twitter if you want a shot at two pairs of tickets to Michigan International Speedway. Huge thanks to Carson Hosevar. Huge thanks to Joe Fowler from MIS, Jim Wise from Firekeepers, Brian Newdorf, and David James for calling in tonight. Uh, we'll see what we get lined up for next week. Yes, no off week next week. I will be here. Uh, don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Lab Traffic Podcast. See ya. See ya.